My name is Matthew Becker. As the owner of a fitness facility and an attorney, I have a lot of things that I need to get done in a day. I've spent the last few years developing strategies that allow me to constantly move forward while also living the best life that I can live. On this podcast, I share those strategies with you along with other thoughts and ideas that allow you to live your best life through the concept of the aggregation of marginal gains. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Strong Revolution. Thank you guys for listening and tuning in. Uh, If you're listening to this at the time in which it's being released, we are in the middle of pretty much all on quarantine, especially here around the Pittsburgh area, uh, because the COVID-19 virus is around and has shut down everything. However, we are not going to dwell on that um, all episode. Um... We're going to deviate slightly from our regularly scheduled uh, order in which we've been going in. We've been talking a lot about relaxing lately and how that can help us work more toward our goals as we work 1% every day through the aggregation of marginal gains to live a excuse me, better life or more of the best life that, that we can live. So in talking about relaxing, we originally went into an episode where we talked about the need to relax And we talked a little bit about relaxing versus escaping. And then last episode, we talked about the fact that the feeling of having to do things can often cause us a lot of stress versus really looking at our lives and being grateful for what we get to do and how that can be a big relief of stress in our life. And we were going to move on today into um, talking about uh, the difference and how to tell the difference if you are relaxing versus escaping, which was a listener request. That'll come up next episode. Um, But for today, we're going to move into how to deal with major, big time, big deal changes to your life. We have another new thing going on today. I am super excited to announce that I have added a co-host. Hey, this is Adam Kronbush. Adam Kronbush is a longtime member at Industrial Athletics. Uh, He's been a listener to the show um, pretty much since the beginning, right? Yeah, and I've really enjoyed being able to talk uh, with Matt through some of the episodes, give some maybe constructive feedback, um, and just think through these things with him. Yeah. Um, also a husband to the amazing Hillary Cronbush. Oh, yeah. Proud father to Bruce and Geneva, who was just born on Leap Day. And uh, <laughs> I'm a math teacher uh, over at Central. Pretty much just a regular guy. Yeah. But we work out a lot together, and I thought that it would be cool to spice up, riff a little bit if we can on the podcast so that you guys aren't just all listening to me drone on about various awesome, but maybe not super stimulating one-person topics. All right, so let's get into kind of diving in here on the episode. Um, Big time major changes to your life. So we're not talking about um, oh, this big project came up at work and has knocked us off of our regular schedule. Or we're not talking about, um, we're supposed to be in a meeting in five minutes 
and we're caught in traffic and we can't get there, so the meeting is going to be pushed back and the rest of our schedule is going to be pushed off for the rest of the day. We're talking about things that happen in life that have completely caused us to change our entire schedule. And then how do we deal with this? Um, Because that in and of itself can start to cause us a lot of stress. And I think the focus here mostly is going to be, from what I understand, is how do we live out our purpose in the midst of these changes? Yeah, that's that's a good point. So a lot of how we apply this to the regular stuff that we talk about on the show is um, just because our lives are being completely upended right now and we're not supposed to leave the house and a lot of businesses are closed and we're probably working from home, um, do we just put everything on hold? Or are we able to continue to live out our purpose, um, setting goals and trying to live better lives one day at a time? Um, so Adam, are you... I assume, because you're a school teacher working from home at the moment. Yeah, so we're doing online classes for the foreseeable future. Uh, It's been weird so far. This past week was our first week doing that. They gave us a couple of days to kind of get into the swing of things before the students got on. and um, It's been weird, but I I think it'll at least move us forward in the curriculum, and um, it's definitely not preferable. Yeah. Um, And I've, I've had a hard time this week just figuring out what does my schedule look like um, I've kind of felt like a shell of myself this week because I'm not interacting with the, the hundreds of people a day I normally right. see. I'm not getting up and walking around. I'm, you know, sitting in a comfortable chair pretty much the entire day. So, um, for myself, I'm trying to think through ways of, uh, how can I schedule my day to even just get up and walk around to go say hi to the other people in the home to maybe, uh, schedule some time to do something different, a little bit of exercise or something. Yeah. So let's, let's kind of define the problem here. Um, a little bit more clearly. So the problem is that at some point in our lives, it's almost guaranteed that our regular schedule and everything else is going to be completely upended. Um, We can do everything we can to try to control that. Within these relax episodes, we've been talking a lot about the lack of control that we actually have over things in our life. Um, So we know that at some point, regardless of how much we try to schedule everything and structure everything, it's all going to be put to crap. And for me, this, this can cause a lot of anxiety and stress because I'm so scheduled with things like, let's see, 4am I usually get up in the morning and I make breakfast and I'm out the door by um, 445 and I'm at the gym by five and I'm scheduled, I'm coaching a couple classes and then by 7.15, I'm eating my second part of my breakfast, and, and then like, this is Monday through Friday. And now, it's not. Yeah, and i got to think, if you've, if you've got multiple kids at home, ours are pretty young, so it's not that different, but if you've got teenagers, preteens, uh, you know, this has not only upended your schedule, but theirs as well. Um, so I, I, can, I can imagine for some of you, this is uh, quite a different time. And it's not the time just to kick back and relax and not do anything. Um, the people who listen to the show are most likely highly productive people, would you say, Adam? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure why you would listen if you weren't. Well, maybe because you're trying to become more productive. Yeah, maybe, (laughs) but you're probably a a high productive, highly producing person. Mm -hmm. And yet now we have very little focus. And before we started recording, Adam, you were telling me a story about, I think it was the first year you were teaching. Yeah, when I was first teaching fresh out of college, um... You get around, when you're a teacher, and maybe March and April, you start looking forward to the summer and uh, that time off just to relax. 
Uh, so I made the mistake of not really planning anything, not having any sort of schedule for myself. Um, so, you know, you're looking forward to these days off. You end up sitting at home doing nothing for hours on end, uh, which is maybe how a lot of you started uh, these past couple weeks. Maybe you started just thinking, oh, I get to sit at home, watch some Netflix, binge watch some shows. Uh, and quickly that becomes very dissatisfying unless that is your purpose, which I don't think it is for any of us. Yeah, probably not. Um, so I think it's safe to say that, that that probably does not fit into our purpose so well. Um, and after a couple of days of that, you just start to feel miserable. You don't, you don't feel like yourself. You don't feel like you're a productive member of society or living out your purpose in any real way. Um, so since then, I've tried to make a point of scheduling my summers um, week by week and then day by day. What, what is each day going to look like so that I've I've moved forward a little bit in some things, but whether it be a house project or reading through books, um, doing some stuff at the school in preparation for the next year or some summer camps. Um, and I, I think we can make the most of this time with a similar mindset of uh, how can we look at each day as an opportunity to grow in the things that we normally maybe don't have time for. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, I A small part of me actually started looking forward to saying like, oh, the gym's going to be shut down for a week, maybe two weeks, which at this point, God, it's fingers crossed that it's only going to be two weeks because it's not. It's going to be longer than that. But I thought, you know, wow, I can, um, this is going to give me a time to do things like read the books that I keep putting off. And it's turning out that thus far I've been so busy, thanks to scheduling my day and keeping a structure, that uh, I haven't had the time to just sit around and do nothing. Um, But this is not the time to just like throw in the towel. Uh, this is not the time to just be like F everything. I'm just going to Netflix and chill and not do anything because as Adam just said, it's, it's going to catch up to you. It's going to start to feel miserable. You're going to kind of lose motivation to do anything. Yeah. And I think it'll, it'll happen quickly too. I mean, by the time you're listening to this episode, you, you've maybe already felt a little bit of that. And let's keep something uh, as a theme going through most of this episode is that eventually we're coming back. Like, this will pass. Like everything else, like anything else, it, it will pass, and we will go back to our regular lives. Um, and I have a feeling that if I start to let my schedule and my structure go too much, it's going to feel like when you come back from vacation, mm-hmm. right? Because usually, if you got like a really set structure, then you go on vacation, that is kind of like a time to relax your structure a little bit. You might keep a little bit of a a schedule on vacation, but most people try to relax it. But then you come back from vacation and there's almost like anxiety and getting back into Mm -hmm. your schedule. Now, personally, I look forward to getting back (laughs) into my structure. Yeah. But I think for most of us, even when you take, um, those of you who do CrossFit, if you take a couple weeks off, you know what it's like coming back. Yeah. Um, you know, just those couple of weeks of not using your lungs like that or certain muscles. Um, and I, you know, I think, some of us are maybe in for a shock uh, when or if this does blow over at some point, we're going to be um, smacked in the face with the fact that we have now all these regular responsibilities that we've been avoiding for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was talking to somebody, one of our members the other day and uh, how did, how did she frame this? She said something about um, she defined the time that she's been working from home as the time that she doesn't have to put on real clothes anymore or something like that. She was like, well, you know, since, since I've been at this for a week, not having to put on real clothes anymore. And I was like, Oh geez. Yeah. Like this is really going to become a shock mm-hmm. kind of when we all get back to it maybe. Um, so again, let's talk a little bit about, um, how to start to avoid this 
tendency to just kind of let everything go. Uh, I think first and foremost is let's just get refocused on our purpose, right? Um, I'm still here to make people's lives better than they were today or, or give people a better life that they can live. Um, and there's multiple ways that I can do that. Um, I think if, if you've taken time along with this show to define your purpose broadly enough that it's not something that is kind of tied to material things or tied to your work necessarily. In a physical space. Yeah, or, yeah, um, or like a certain everyday type of life. If you still have this broad purpose, then you should still be able to modify it so that you can continue to carry it out just maybe in different ways. Right, and I think, I think that's the way to approach this is, first of all, see it as an opportunity for you to um, continue to live out your purpose, but secondly, go back and listen to the last episode about get to versus have to. Yeah, you know, we have you to stay quarantined. We have to avoid contact with many other people in public. Um, but we get to now spend this opportunity, maybe you might look at it as spending time at home with your family, um, if that's a part of your purpose. Right. Um, they're going to get annoying pretty quickly, yeah. but <laughs> there's definitely ways to structure that. So, you know, you guys maybe have some time spent together, some time separate, um, whatever it is you need to do. Um, some projects maybe at home that you've been looking forward to doing, but there's ways that you can look at this as a get to. Yeah. Um, you know, because this is a pretty rare time where all of society shuts down um, and there's not much else you can do. Um, so, you know, try to look at it with that mindset. This is something that you get to do. Yeah, and this is just simply adversity. We did an entire episode on embracing in order to overcome adversity with a growth mindset. Um, so keep that in mind. This is simply adversity. We have a path in which we are trying to carry out in our lives. Something is blocking the path, and now we don't go around it or avoid it. We go through it. Um, so we need to embrace the adversity, look at it as an opportunity to take on new challenges, learn new things. I'm becoming really good at video and video editing um, <laughs> through Final Cut Pro on, on my Mac. Um, I'm becoming really good at finding other ways to coach people and talk to people and interact with people because I can't see them in person on a regular basis. So we can just simply modify our focus and still maintain some kind of structure to our life. So mm -hmm. first and foremost, guys, just... Focus in on that purpose again, right? Sit down for a few minutes, pull out your journals, and start to think about different ways that you can live out that that purpose other than maybe the way that you were already doing it. Yeah, right? and, I, and I think for myself, um, I probably lean maybe more towards the side of I need to be told to do these things, to have that schedule, um, whereas I think Matt probably leans toward the side of I'm going to do these things, this is the life I want to live. And I think the right place is probably somewhere in the middle because I can imagine some of you um, who want to stick to this schedule, who have this, this view of what you want your life to look like, this goal for each day. You know, if you've got three, four kids at home, uh, that's quickly going to be upended and, and need to change. Um, so some of you might need to kind of just restructure, calm down that sense of, uh, I've got this particular goal that needs to get done. Give yourself, you know, some grace, some mercy in this. Um, you're going to make mistakes. You're probably going to, you know, watch videos more than you normally should. Um, and that's okay in the long run, but we want to be able to reflect at the end of each day to be able to improve so that the next day we're moving forward towards our goals, towards our purposes. Yeah, another really good point, Adam, because 
I don't. Did we do an episode on um, starting without waiting until you know exactly what's going on and, and being perfect at it? I know I've mentioned it. Um, I think I, I I at least talked about it in large part in one of the episodes. So Adam's point there is give yourself some some leeway and do what you can and the best that you can. It doesn't need to be perfect in order to right. do it. But that kind of brings us into our, our second. So the, the, the first way to avoid this tendency and desire to just sort of throw in the towel and, and give up everything is to refocus back on your purpose. The second way to do this um, is to try to bring some kind of structure back into your life. Um, remember, it will pass right and we will all return to some semblance of our pre-disrupted normal um or you know i i guess i guess let me back up there 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 are two ways that this is going to result okay an extreme disruption in your life that upends your your structure and your schedule is going to result in one of two ways either one it's going to pass right we're going to return to what it what it was like before which is what i think this is all going to, to do or two your disrupted life in your new schedule in your new structure is going to become your new normal. Yeah. So an example of that would be like if your spouse were to pass away or you get fired from your job, right? That would be like yeah. a, a big life interruption that isn't going to go back the way it was before. Right. Um, and so I think the point you're about to make is that we just, we need to adjust to that, see it as an opportunity to grow, uh, look at this adversity um, as something we get to do and try to structure around that. Yeah, and just formulate a new structure for our life. Um, maybe this means a, a new morning or evening routine, um, a new schedule, a new workout time, okay? But um, th- I think it's important that you try to bring as much structure back into your life that you had. Because, you know, even before this, even if you weren't so regimented as we've talked about in the podcast, as having like every moment of your day scheduled um, or planned out, we're all still victims of some kind of basic structure. Mm-hmm. Okay. We all have to get up. If we, if we work a job, we all have to get up at a certain time. We all have to leave the house at a certain time. You always have to go to work, do your job for a certain amount of time, leave work at a certain amount of time, go home at a certain time, go to the bathroom at certain times. Sure. Go to the, if you're, That's yeah, pretty structured. Yeah. If you get on a schedule like that, <laughs> very good point, Adam. Uh, so we're all set with some kind of a structure so we just need to reformulate that structure. Um, that we, we can use this in either one of those two scenarios that we talked about. Either one, returning back to some semblance of life or developing a new normal in order to continue to move toward our purpose 1% every day. But as we like to do, let's talk about some very tactile things. Practicality. Practical things that we can do for this. So... How do we restructure our life? Uh, one, try to maintain your pre-disrupted structure and schedule as much as you can. You've already set this. Um, you've already scheduled out your day. You already knew what you were going to do on a day-to-day basis. So there's no reason to completely reinvent the wheel, right? We don't, we don't need to reinvent the wheel um, and start completely from scratch. So did you have a, a morning and evening routine before all this happened? Um, if so, can you just modify that morning and evening routine? 
for example, I part of my morning routine was to get up every day at 4 a.m. and make breakfast and then leave the house. I'm not leaving the house now, but I'm now set getting up at 5 a.m. or 5.30. You know, if I wake up at 5 and I'm feeling a little bit tired, I'll go back to sleep till 5.30. But I'm keeping that, that wake-up time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's easy for a lot of us to see this as just an opportunity to sleep in as much as we can, then start our day. Yeah. Um, which, you know, as you realize, the older you get is, well, my day's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> and then it quickly goes into the evening, and then your evening's gone, and it all resets. Same thing with an evening routine. I'm still trying to go to bed at the same time, too. I'm not looking at this as, oh, I can stay up till midnight, which mm-hmm. I don't think I could ever get past 1030. But um, don't do that, all right? Keep that evening routine. Yep. Um, if you had a diet or an eating schedule beforehand, can you maintain that eating schedule? That's definitely going to be hard, I think, for a lot of people. That's hard for me. Yeah. I get snacky, and when I'm at school... There, well, there sometimes are snacks around. Teachers are crazy. They'll be bringing in donuts and cookies all the time. Yeah. But, um, and I'll, I'll sometimes partake. <gasps> Adam! <laughs> that's, why, that's why I do CrossFit. <laughs> that's what keeps me going. Um, but at home, you know, you have access to your fridge and your pantry all the time. Uh, if you're not used to that, uh, self-control can be a hard thing. So uh, watch what you purchase. Um, I think especially right now, a lot of the things that are still on the shelves yeah. are the junk. Yeah. That's a great tip um, and something I'm working with a lot with our, our diet clients, our diet nutrition clients right now is now you're at home and those cookies that usually are at home that you only eat at night because you're at home at night are now around all the time. Um, so if you don't have the willpower to avoid those, get them out mm-hmm. of the house because now you're around them constantly. Quarantine those cookies. Oh, there you go. Quarantine the cookies. Um, let's see. If you had a workout time. Prior to this, if you went to the gym every day at 4.30, if you were a, a person who came to our 6.15 a.m. class, can you keep that workout time? Mm. Um, keep a workout in general. Okay, A lot of, a lot of the stress and anxiety is going to come from just sitting around. Sitting around. Yeah. Like, get up and move. Go for and, a walk. And I think on top of that, too, look at this as an opportunity not only to keep that workout time, but if maybe you were only able to make certain times because of your work schedule, maybe now you can expand upon that where... You know, maybe you were working out at 4.30s and you were never able to make a Saturday or something. Maybe now you can. Yeah. Um, you know, do a little workout on Saturday, on Sunday. Do, do something. And it doesn't, we, we don't mean that you have to, like if you worked out at 4.30 p.m., you don't have to constantly just like keep that 4.30 p.m. schedule unless you want to. The point is pick another time and stick to that time. Um, it's a great opportunity over the next few weeks to start reading a book mm-hmm. or listening to a book. Um Branch out a little bit. Give yourself a little bit of time to branch out um, and, and do some things that you haven't had time to do. All right. Yeah. I, just, I was well, just going to say, that? I think there's a couple more things to listen to. If you go back, uh, we've already mentioned a few episodes that I think would be worth going back and listening to of this podcast, Shameless Plug. Boom. Um, advertising while on it. That's why he's the co-host. <laughs> but I think there's probably a couple episodes that'd be really uh, practical to go back and listen to. Uh, things about setting schedules, setting goals. Um, we had mentioned a couple others. How to deal with change. How to deal with change. Get yeah. to versus have to. If, yeah, if they didn't listen to the last episode, that's a good yeah, good way to start. Uh, okay, so how do we get back on a schedule? First, look at your pre-disruption schedule and see if you can't just modify that a little bit. Second, maintain your to-do list. This is a great way to direct some of your energy. All right, It doesn't have to be like super important things. Get to-do list. Get to-do list. There we go. 
Um, so it doesn't have to be things like work items. You know, we're used to putting together our to-do list for things that um, we would have to do every day at work. If you're still working, great, maintain that to-do list. But this is also another chance to get things done around the house. Um, hanging pictures, cleaning, uh, cleaning out the garage, scrubbing. Toilets. <laughs> scrubbing toilets, yes. <laughs> cleaning out your basement. But it's not enough just to sit around and be like, hey, now I can get around to cleaning my bathroom, so I'm just going to do it one of these days. You know what? Switch out the air filters in your car. Ooh, that's, in your car. That's something I try to think to do each spring. There's the, hey. en- the engine filter and the cabin filter. Don't you I can, pay somebody to do you that? You can buy them both on Amazon for probably <laughs> 20 bucks each. Super easy to do. Look up a YouTube video. Um, Maybe you should make a YouTube video about well, it. Well, there are different makes and models. That's too much work. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, put these things on a, on a list. All right, don't just don't just keep them in your brain. Ooh, another uh, good good podcast stuff that we've talked about in the past. Brain dumps. Get it out of your brain and get it onto your list. Um, and then third, so one, look at your pre disruption schedule. See how you can modify that now. Two, maintain your to do list. Three, now schedule those things into your day. If you need to. Clean your basement, and that's on your to-do list. Don't just assume that after you get up in the morning that you're going to eventually get around to cleaning the basement. Set it up for tomorrow at 9 a.m. You're going to wake up. You're going to eat breakfast. You're going to drink your coffee. Maybe you're going to relax a little bit, watch some TV, read a little bit of a book. Bathroom. Go to the bathroom. That's going to be my, that's gonna be my this tag. Is the, this is it. <laughs> Adam's that's what I add to this. His... his, his uh, his relaxation during being at home <laughs> is making sure he has time to go to the bathroom. And then schedule it for 9 a.m. Now you're going to go down here and clean the basement. Right? You're being productive. You are keeping energy directed towards specific things, specific tasks that you can fo- focus on. Right. And, and I found that when, you, um, when you're able to check off a list like that that has a schedule attached to it. So let's say you said clean the basement from 9 to 10. You finish at 9.45. It, it, there's a sense of reward there where like I have these free 15 minutes and you don't feel bad about spending those in a way that otherwise you might you know if you s- sat there all day watching episodes on Netflix where you're like I can sit down and watch 15 minutes of this movie or something yeah um, it feels like a little bit more of a reward rather than um, you know something you're just stuck doing because you can't think to do anything else yeah cool you've earned it um, Mike how else do we keep to a schedule let's make some extra time right now to sleep and relax We've got a, uh, a challenge going on in the gym right now that um, we are asking people to sleep at least seven hours every night. If you're like me and you don't usually get seven hours of sleep, mm. um, now's the time to do it. All right, let's start to get a little bit of extra sleep. This can go a long way in order to help stave off some anxiety. We've talked about sleep in the past on how we can maximize our sleep. And one of the issues that we talked about with people who don't get a lot of sleep is that it actually increases anxiety and stress mm. in their life. Um, so every time you turn on the TV right now, you're bombarded with COVID-19 and coronavirus and how awful the world is doing and how we're all going to the shithole. Uh, whoops, just made this not, not kid-friendly. <laughs> we can go back. Whoops. We'll edit it in post <laughs> or not. <laughs> um, so get some sleep. All right, that's going to help. And find some other ways to relax. Remember, micro-relaxation can help you come back to your life and your structure, everything bigger, better, and stronger. Adam, by the way, you are going to write on your shirt if you keep messing with your pen that way. That's all right. All right. 
Uh, next, avoid screen time, right? I'm still going to be on my soapbox about this. Yes, we are now tied to our screens more than ever because everything is going online. That is all the more reason that when you don't need to be on your screen, turn it off. Yeah. Don't scroll through Facebook and look at everybody's stories. Don't turn on the news and listen to how many more cases there are here and there. Um, turn it off. All right. Call somebody instead of sitting there and scrolling through your social media. And if you are going to be on social media, be positive. Nice. Yeah, and I think there's some wisdom probably to checking into the news every now and then just so you know, okay, I'm not supposed to go out and do this or that. Um, but you don't need to be on it every single day. You know, it's not going to change that often. All right, and a little final tip on um, maintaining some kind of a structure and the importance around that is to just focus on positives right now. I'm trying to promote hashtag COVID underscore 19 silver linings. Nope. Nope. Hashtag COVID 19 underscore silver linings. Okay, hold on. <laughs> we start talking, Adam. I'm going to look this up for a second. Okay. Because I thought I'm I wanted to make it. I'm not 100% sure what the hashtag is. We can edit this out. Let's pause for a second. All right. All right. And we're back. I was right. It is hashtag COVID underscore 19 silver linings. Um, I'm trying to get it going. So people, please share your positivity things online uh, with that hashtag because we want to be able to see them. Okay, guys. So that gives you a few um, practical things that you can do in order to stay productive, maintain your schedule, avoid some anxiety, stress. Yes, Adam, hand up. You have if you have to say. other things that we haven't covered that you found out this works really well for me. We'd like to hear from you. We would. I don't know how because this isn't my podcast. <laughs> you can get a hold of me. Uh, email us. Throw a, uh, a comment on the podcast. Yeah, maybe uh, throw, we'll throw something up on the member page or yeah. throw something out in the updates. Well, we have to throw it out for other people. Remember, Adam, there may not be non-Industrial Athletics members. That's true, that and that's listening. fine. We'll include it in the next episode. All right. We always like to finish with a quote. Um, that is in some way, shape, or form relevant to the message in which we are talking about on this particular episode. Today's quote comes from Alan Wilson Watts. I have no idea who this was, but I liked the quote. Turns out, according to Wikipedia, he is a British writer, or was, sorry, was a British writer and lecturer who interpreted and popularized Eastern philosophy and religion for a Western audience. Anyway, the guy said, quote, the way to make sense out of change is to plunge into it, move with it, and join the dance. End quote. Adam, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. We will continue to do episodes together. Maybe I'll do a solo one every here and now if, uh, if we can't get things scheduled. Until the next episode, guys, stay safe. Keep your head up. Keep moving forward. We will come out on this on the other side. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.